0: Good morning, folks, and also those at the hub. Well, this is how we want to observe senior ministry, because taking this Sunday across our Methodist churches is a way to honour and bless our senior. Senior means 55 above. Alright, I want to ask you to raise your hand, how many are 55 above? Uh, Prayfully, you are still below 55, but we put you on a waiting list. Okay. Maybe now you're 54. Okay, think of that. So the senior ministry across our Matri churches are such, and then we realize that we can still be active. You can see them having a fellowship, uh, gym, choir, singing, and then uh, maybe going outing and even author ministry to pray for one another. And so this is how we see as a Matri church, the a Matri family. And this morning at 8 o'clock, uh, Live or the ukulele uh, group, I haven't seen all those folk yet, uh, they are already there, you know, uh, playing the part in the senior ministry. So if you think you want to join us, let us know, uh, 55 those above one, so we we'll are enroll you for other ministry. And uh, also our own uh, senior ministry meets on every Wednesday, the third Wednesday at 2.30 to say 5.00. So those of you who are at this category, please join us, the third Wednesday of every month. And you can see from time to time the announcement for you to join. Okay, that's so much about the senior ministry, so that's why I'm lined up to preach today. I call myself the junior senior, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so just to kind of be with the senior together. So the scripture text for us is taken from Psalm 31, 17 to 19, and also Psalm 92, verse 1 to 4. And let us see the word, and then I read to you. If you can, quietly, you read and join me together. Verse 17, O God, from my youth, you have taught me, and I must still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and grey hairs, O God do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those who come. Your righteousness, O God, reaches the heaven heaven. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you. The other text, Psalm ninety two, it says to the good to the, the Lord. To the, Oh don't find To declare your steadfast love and God to The music of the lute, the harp, to the melody of the lyre. And for you, O Lord, and make me clear to you and the works of your hands I sing for joy. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Let us pray. Our Father, we want to thank you for this moment for meditation and to celebrate the Senior Sunday, recognizing that you love all of us, young and old, and we know your love never ceases. And so we pray at this moment of meditation, your word will so come alive, fresh to us, reminding how you come to us, you love us, you draw us close to you. In Jesus' Our Lord's name we pray. Amen. I want us to focus our theme this morning on your faithfulness, revealing God's faithfulness to us is new every morning. Especially you see how the Psalmist Himself praises the Lord day and night. And so it is no exception for us as God's people to open our hearts to Him every moment of our lives. Uh, before I begin, I'd like to share with you this experience that I had with my wife some time ago, where we are a short holiday, a short one holiday, Malacca. Uh, and we uh, were told that you must not miss what they call the Jonker Street, or Jonker Walk. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Uh, folks, you, you have been there? you like to show me your hand? Oh, yeah, you know where it is. Good. You know to what to look for, right? And so it's a place that we would not kind of want to miss when you go to Lekker because when you really go into it, a lot of shops, a lot of people, tourists and the locals together and uh, you will go into the shops and see how they are there and my wife and I particularly went into one uh, interesting shop. We called it the Antique shop. Full of all antique items, and we were surprised to see those items like uh, the lotus shoes, you know, the tip toe shoes that worn by those uh, Chinese old, ancient Chinese lady. Hey, I was surprised to see shoes like that. Who going to wear now? <laughs> but they are there, and then other antique items like uh, Chinese vases, and then. Uh, Old Grandfather Clocks and the Iron, you remember these books? And the Kerosene Light. So when you are into this shop, uh, you feel yourself so antique. uh, That nothing really new, but uh, it's really uh, history comes alive to us. And you look at the prices, wow, it's not cheap. could be $100 or 100 ringgit. 2000s and 2000s, no wonder the shop was quite quiet, that you have all the time to take a look at the items. But what really struck me when I looked through all those items and the prices, and I came to mind and think, especially for the senior, and I realized we are just like antique, All right, not really you that old. And uh, just like you are like those items, very valuable, priceless, and uh, highly sought after, and short and sweet, you are not cheap, especially to the seniors. Just to remind you, you are priceless. So can I ask you to turn to your neighbor when you see someone who is senior, tell him or her, you are priceless. But don't say you're cheap, lah. I only I say only. Okay? You're priceless, <laughs> valuable. And so when I work on this meditation I asked myself, how does the Lord see us today? You know? So two thoughts came to mind. First, you say what does the Bible talk about Oh, age? And the second thought is how do the older one or the senior one relate with God? Himself or herself. And so when you look at Psalm 71, King David wrote this beautiful psalm, and he started by saying, O God, from my youth you have taught me, I still proclaim your wondrous seed. So even to the old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. King David was very sure about his relationship with God. That from young he had been with God, till the time now he said, "I'm old. Please do not forsake me." I'm sure he had the reason to pray about that. Remember, young shepherd boy like him, David, he looked after the sheep in the field until the day that he was called home to be anointed by the prophet Samuel to be the next king of. Uh, Israel, and then later he was given the opportunity or even volunteered, to fight the giant, uh, Goliath, the Philistine Goliath. And the scriptures say he even couldn't put on the armour, it was too heavy for him. That was young David. But then later on, when Goliath and he grew into uh, midlife, and he fell into sin, and you see his confession in Psalm 51, a few verses there. For I know my transgression, my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Verse 9: Hide your face from my sin and block out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew in me within me spirit. Or oh, renew really, right spirit within me. Okay, David was described as a man after God's own heart. And yet, he fell into sin. So along the way, we know, folks, the faith journey may not be easy for us. But nevertheless, David made his point. He confessed. He asked God to forgive him. And God forgive him and restore his life together. Therefore, when he came to this text in Psalm 71, Oh God, from my youth to you have taught me, I still proclaim your wondrously, but do, please do not forsake me. And he was so sure uh, that God will continue to be with him. So, according to the scripture, the way that we look at how God perceives the older folks, that God sees us from the beginning to the end of life, only we somehow, midway, ray. Distracted, fall into sins and could not follow the path of God But it will be good The time when we come back to God Even though we are old God is there to wait for us To restore us So short and sweet It is says that our relationship with God Is a lifelong commitment Even into eternity Our life with God from beginning to the end It's a a lifelong commitment, even into eternity. The reflection for us this morning is, how is your life today with God? Is there anything that stands between you and God? Is there any hidden sin or unconfessed sin that have not made it before God? The teaching from the scripture is, we need to come clean with God, just like King David himself. He knew that he had sinned against God by committing the adultery sins. Remember, he saw a woman taking a bath in the rooftop, and from there he fell all the way. But then he made his right to confession with God, and God restored him together. So this morning, for our reflection at the Senior Sunday, not only addressing to the seniors how you have gone through in your faith journey, we can ask one another, ourselves before God, how do you see yourself before God this morning? How is your life? So it is a reminder here, our life with God is a lifelong commitment, even into old age. At Roman 8, 39, says, Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And this is how you need to know that God stays eternal with us. Point 2 to remember is how do they all relate themselves with God? And Psalm 92 verse 2 and 4 says, To declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your works, and at your work, your hand I sing for joy. And here you realise the psalmists continue to praise God, as I said earlier on, even into right old age. And there are a couple of verses I want to show you about the heroes of faith in the Old Testament, those who are old. It starts with Isaiah 46. Verse 6, verse 4, reminding us how God sees us. I will be your God through your lifetime, until your hair is white with age. I meet you, I care for you, I carry you, carry you along and save you. This is a promise showing that God watches over us, even into old age. Then Genesis 25, verse 7 and 8, reminding us the life of Abraham. That he died at the age of 175. And he died peacefully at an old good age. You know the life of Abraham? That God called him out into a promised land. And here it says in Genesis 25, he died at a good old age. Deuteronomy 34, verse 7, thought about Moses himself. Again, the call of God in him to deliver the people from. Egypt into the Promised Land, and Moses died at the age of 120, as a faithful and obedient servant of God. Of course, again, he had the up and down while taking charge, as being a leader, uh, leading the people of wilderness. Then Joshua 14, talked about actually the life of Caleb, his fellow person, uh, fellow uh, spies, who we went out together with him and other ten to spy the land, that Caleb and Joshua were the one who said, we should go in the land and conquer it as God so promised. And so here, Caleb would say that he was the same, that God had used him during Moses' time, and even right up to the age, he still could fight and go to war for the Lord. And then the last person to mention in the Old Testament is King David himself in 1 Chronicles 29 verse 28. King David died also in a good old age, having enjoyed a long life, on his son Solomon succeeded him as a king. Beautifully, the scripture writes about the finishing task by these fellow heroes of faith in the Old Testament. And each, at different timing and season, that God had used them. And right even in the New Testament, God raised out Paul the Apostle. And in Second Timothy 4, 6-7, Paul talked about himself finishing the task. He said, For I am ready being poured out as a drink offering. The time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I finished the race. I kept the faith. I'm sure many of us would like to really declare this when we finish our task on earth. That I fought the good fight, I finished the race, I kept the faith. I shared him somewhere about fighting. Not Paul, not because Paul was a fighter. In fact, he was a fighter about his faith. People tried to persecute him, torture him, ask him to denounce his faith and put him in prison. But he fought on. Therefore, he fought a good fight. Then he finished the race. He knew he was running a marathon. Finished it. He never looked back, stopped, or gave up. And finally, he said, I have kept the faith. It's a beautiful example of one who served the Lord in his lifetime. Complete the mission well. And so, here I learned, folks, and to share with you, that you look at these heroes of faith, especially mentioned in Hebrew 11 too, how God honoured them and highly exhorted them and decorated them. The point that I learned here today is to looking at the, the older ones in the scripture. They not only do well, they finish well. They not only do well, but they finish well. For the Lord. And let me share with you this uh, small encounter that this elderly couple had when they were in a restaurant. It will say that elderly folks a man and his wife went to a crowded restaurant for dinner the night. While they arrived of course there is a sign that say please wait until your seat we have a seat available. So the staff told this elderly couple, Sir, please wait. Uh, You need to wait for 45 minutes uh, before we can uh, take you in. Then the elderly man looked at the young man and said, Hey young man, my wife and I are now 90 years old. We will not have 45 minutes. And he will say, immediately, they open the door and say, please come in, we have an empty seat for you. all (laughs) alright, come in. But this reminds me of the picture that God has for all of us. That when we have finished our task, we will be ushered into eternity. Not because of senority. It's because your faith and my faith in the Lord. The heaven door will be open for us. So, are we ready? Just a kind of ponder over with you. But it might be seen that we should be able to finish well and complete the race together. But Psalm 92 also reminded us that we need to have a thankful attitude altogether. As the psalmist writes, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. So day and night, there is a prayer from God's people, thanking God every moment that you and I have, not only the daytime, but also in the night. For you, O oh Lord, have make me glad by your work, and your work, your hands, I sing for joy. We always be delighted in the presence of God together. I want to close with this uh, interesting testimony by this sister called Ruth. Uh, Ruth, you can see her picture. Uh, she's on the left side. And the niece, Jacqueline, is on her right. I just took the picture not long ago because I managed to meet with them uh, in the recent uh, program. And I'm sure they have no stranger to some of us. I'm sure you have seen them coming to worship, different timing. Uh, sometimes we have at 8 o'clock, uh, maybe even 10.30, or even at 5. And I was so delighted to hear Ruth's testimony recently. And uh, by the way, she's not young. She's uh, eight now. But I'm told you still participating in uh, dance, in the social gathering, in the the community work, Uh, like to go shopping, Uh, reminding us that we have a Johor outing shopping, she would like to come along, and then she also go uh, holiday uh, together with the niece Jacqueline and so on. And uh, in short, she is a very restless person, Uh, never keep herself still at this age for activity. And Jacqueline, her niece, can testify with, with you or with me. But anyway, her testimony is quite uh, uh, amazing and beautiful. And this is how she shared. Some time back she went for a medical checkup and born checking the doctor told her she has some cataract eyes, both eyes, and need to be removed. And then according to Ruth, being an elderly folks. She said she was so afraid of operation, and she would prefer that he can uh, miss or spare the operation. But as she got these uh, news, she pondered over and because the appointment could be uh, two, three months time. So a thought came to her: said, "Why don't you pray? You know, over this." And so she prayed. She called God, the Father, Daddy God, Oh Daddy God. I want to pray, and especially every morning when I wash my eyes, I pray that you will help me even to wash away all my cataract. And that was her prayer, asking God to wash away her cataract. You know what, folks? Lo and behold, on the day of appointment for her to go for the eye surgery, upon checking, doctor could not see any more cataract. They all disappeared. Alright, very good. To God be the glory. And she could see now, no recurrence and so on. And she really jumping with joy and uh, share and testify. If you are trying to meet her, I'm sure she she's very happy to tell you. In fact, she says she had more than one uh, healing experience from the Lord. And I leave it to you to discover herself. I managed to catch this beautiful one uh, not long ago it's amazing and at this age you could see the goodness of god with her and so she pray really nowadays every morning wakes up singing to the joy of the lord in her heart declaring the faithfulness of god to her anew new every morning i put it in this way that she is a living testimony of god's goodness to to her and declaring the way that God is working for her and can be for us also. So folks, keep pressing on. God has not finished with us yet. He is with us yesterday, today, and forever. In conclusion, there is a second part of Psalm 92 to share with you. It's from 1st 12 to 15 I just read up to 40. Say the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar, Lebanon. plunder in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will still stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord his right. And I read out from Bible commentary when you look about being old and bear fruit, it not she could have a baby anymore right <laughs> hardly but here they will say that she may not turn or he may not turn green or youthful but he she can bear fruit in the sense to continue to testify God is working in his life or her life altogether. just like working in Ruth's life that we can see that there is the bearing of fruit in us too that we can stay fresh and green that our relationship with God is stronger and stronger so that we can finish our task and finish it well for the Lord As someone puts it here, not so much of youthfulness but youthfulness for God you may not young anymore folks but you are still useful for the Lord. So in conclusion, the last part will say that we observe Senior Sunday as a way to testify God's goodness and his faithfulness to us. New every morning. New. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Our Father, we want to thank you for reminding us that you're God who belongs to the past present and the future, and we know as your people, you continue to experience your grace after grace every moment of our lives, that we know with you we can be evergreen, and we thank you. And So we pray for these dear ones who are here this morning, that you hold on and hold fast the faith that they started in the lives, that we are able to finish and to finish it well for you. In Jesus' loving name we pray. Amen.